Hey folks, what other Redneck Country podcast? You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard, and of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I am here, and uh, as always, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It's a beautiful night for, is it? I don't know. I can't see outside. I know you yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, I can. It's <laughs> lots of snow. I, I sent you a picture uh, before oh, I we know. started here. It's going to be shared very, very promptly with the, with a lot of folk in just a few oh, short I, minutes. Uh, <laughs> I, I question whether I should send it or not, because I know you'd like to, uh, to, to put stuff safe. out there. Is that the picture you're talking about where you where you broadcast from? Is that the picture you're talking about, Bill? That's right. This is oh, where yeah, my, I, my I saw that. It's is. awesome. You're bundled up with a <laughs> blanket and your hat. That's that's really neat. Dad's like, that's a really good picture. Yeah, I like that picture. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I'm like, it's only missing a mask. Put a mask on that, it wouldn't be a bad photo. <laughs> yeah, I got a beautiful face for podcasts. That's for sure. Video killed the radio star. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as you heard, we have the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, Real Redneck Domillard. And we know, Dad, your mic is hot. Correct? Yeah, correct. Not like the weather. <laughs> no. But much like his son. But it's a good night for walking, oh, too, as long yeah. as you're on the road. Sidewalks, they aren't cleaned off, they're like knee deep. Was Todd's driveway cleaned off today? Oh, uh, go ahead and answer that, Dad. Well, better than I've seen it, but not (laughs) as good as mine. But who did? Better than I saw it. Go ahead and answer that, Dad. (laughs) Like (laughs) I did it, Bill. I'm shocked and stunned to be honest with you. I mean, I know you work from home, and I've I've heard a few stories about how you get on throughout the course of your day, but I didn't figure. Oh, I know what it was. You had packages being delivered today. And if the driveway wasn't done, nobody would deliver the <laughs> no, packages. Let me, let me tell you what it really was. So I, I come upstairs from work. I always start work early. I work out really early. I start work early. But I, I come upstairs and the kids got to get ready for, for the bus and everything else. And, and I look outside and, and, okay, the buses are canceled. And so now grandma's <laughs> going to come pick them up, take them to school. And when I look out, the neighbor, the new neighbors, they just moved in like a month ago. And the van, the identical van to my wife's, the Dodge Grand Caravan, is stuck in her laneway trying to get out. And I'm like, all right. So I go over, I throw on my boots and and run over. And uh, the other neighbor on the other side of her is shoveling out from underneath it. And I'm thinking, this ain't going. Let's just get behind, out from behind the tires and let's push this sucker. These things don't weigh a lot when you've got some momentum behind them and they're, the wheels are turning. And it isn't that bad. Let's push it. So we shovel out from behind the front tires and we start rocking and get her going and boom, out on the road she goes. Excellent. Good to go. So I came home and I believe I had said to my wife earlier, just barrel out of the laneway. Like just because normally I'll just take my truck which for those that don't know is a an F250 with a 6 and 7 inches of lift on 37s and I'll just go <laughs> I'll come back and forth in front of my lane <laughs> until I make some nice pathways for her to get out. And so I just said, you know what? Just floor it and get out. You backed in, floor it and get out of the laneway. And so I uh on my way back walking back down the street, I went uh I guess I better shovel because there's no yeah. way she's floored it through <laughs> through this. So so it, it got shoveled. 
Well, that was self-preservation is what that was. That wasn't, you know, because you wanted to do it for any other reason. It's more self-preservation because I just bought a kayak. So I'm pretty much doing whatever (laughs) needs to be done. (laughs) That's uh, yeah. You're you're smarter than than you look. So (laughs) I look pretty smart. So look out, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, let's get started with a quick round table here. What did you do this week? What Todd, did I do start this week? You want me to start? Yeah, See, I take my ideas from you guys. I, I don't really know what I did this week. You know what? We had we had family day. Oh yeah, that, that's that, right too. That was Monday. Yeah, it was kind of nice. So this weekend it was Valentine's Day weekend. And it was family day weekend. So this was like this is my kind of weekend. This is I capitalized on this because I'm a romantic, I'm a sensitive man, and I'm a family oh, guy. My- Good. So I, the, all, this whole, this was like, it, it, it just caters to who I am and allows me to cater to those. So I had planned out. He's laying it on pretty thick, isn't he? <laughs> the beauties oh. of yeah. <laughs> the beauties of no one in my family listening to this podcast is, is, is actual perfection. So anyway, I had ordered a bunch of stuff on Amazon. And so I got I, I got a few gifts for each, both of my girls and my wife. And so and, and then a scavenger hunt game. And so the scavenger hunt game was for kids and adults. But you take. 10 cards each, and then the, you have 30 seconds to go. You could play inside or you could play outside, but you choose the card. Is it inside or is it outside? And then you choose, is it kid card or is it an adult card? So it's really made for everybody. So we kicked off the Valentine's Day weekend by doling out a, a gift first. So first, I, I think I got their first gift they got was a, a necklace. So each one got the same sterling silver necklace, which was like an infinity symbol and a heart and went through it and kind of hangs down. So Got them each that uh, rock star status. So that that set the tone. And then the next day it was a little more personable gift. So I got each I got uh, both my daughters a journal. So I'm sure grandpa will probably get into this. But grandpa journals. We talked about this, right? Grandpa journals every day. And so I got both of my girls a a leather journal with it in the to my daughter engraved in it. And then I bought my wife a very romantic shawl. And then I think it was bluish plaid. And 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 then I unveiled uh, a, the, the, another day the um, how can I word it's chalk but for your hair so that you could color your hair because my my youngest has really Only blonde you hair you would know and with the I hair products and, I got two girls <laughs> so, so why and I don't know anything about that kind of stuff <laughs> well I, I this isn't your holiday Bill. So no. you're just backing up how sensitive and romantic and, and which is a very masculine quality. I might add tea, tea drinker. Right. Right. So, so you take Valentine's day over a whole weekend or every, I, I have a hard enough every, time with one day. No, every special occasion. He says, so I have a birthday month. I will maybe <laughs> let my kids have a birthday week. I mean, not yeah. supported by me financially, but they can, they can pretend it is, but I would prefer a birthday month. And then, yeah, like holidays are, they're, they're, they're not one day. You just can't celebrate them for the one day. It's, it's a weekend that it always, it always happens on a weekend. That's a, there's a reason for that. Well, I think this is one of the first times you and I differ big time. Valentine's day for us is like a Hallmark holiday. And we, we, I, I get the, the, the girls, uh, you know, a card and, uh, I got my, my daughter, an Amazon gift card and a little bit of chocolates and my wife, 
you know, a cake gift card, some chocolates to my son. I don't get my card because guys don't need cards. And I got him a little bit of chocolate and uh, uh, a gift card. But it's a one day, half an hour, hey, happy Valentine's Day. And we carry on with the day. I can't believe you take this into like. Oh, we're family hugging it out, man. <laughs> That's how we roll. I constant every hour. Bing. We're like the trolls. All right. Hug time. <laughs> Did you get that from you, Don? We Is fight the other 59 minutes. Yeah, I'm cutting you off on that. You don't get to ask that. Well, we yeah. fight the other 59 minutes, but on the hour, it's it's hug time. So, but yeah, and then we played our, our scavenger hunt game. So it was pretty good. Pretty good weekend. And then I will say, yeah. family day got up, and my daughter, my oldest, she's 13, she has found the game show channel. And so she had recorded like eight episodes of Family Feud. So from the time we got up till like 10 30, 11 o'clock, we watched the feud. I went down and worked out for an hour, came back up, and then we watched The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good movies. I can't, don't remember them being that good, to be honest with you. I know yeah. that it shaped me for when I played hockey, I had to have the helmet that the opposing team had. It was the iTech, but there was like back when I played, it was a cage or it was a full glass iTech. And that was the first year that they brought out cage visor cage. And I'm like, I had, do you remember that dad? Yeah. I had to have that. So I, I it did shape me on that. I did have that helmet. Did you get the uh, the triple deke going and <laughs> the the, your patented you move? When was the last time you watched that movie, Bill? I'm impressed. Uh, you see, uh, I got a good memory. It, well, I'm, it, I'm shocked, right? Short, Concussions. But, like, but I'm impressed. Yeah, some things are you stick with you. <laughs> the triple deke. Yeah, I had a triple deke. That and a half. Triple deke and a half, we'll call it. In fact, they probably stole it from me. I should probably sue for rights, but... It's a good movie, so I'll let it go. So, and I imagine part of your Valentine's Day weekend was re- removing the kayak from the uh, the dining room because that was <laughs> one of the promises that you made to your wife, wasn't it? No, 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 no. So we will we will get into that because it is still there and attachments are being added. <laughs> I'm anxious to hear about all this this stuff and you know later oh, on. I'm excited. We're like, we're going there today. This is it, man. If you're a fisherman listening to this, or you want to be a fisherman, or you even have like one little local pond. Folks, you want to hear this podcast and be pumped with me and then reach out. I will assist you with what you need to know because you're about to hear my six month journey that is finally coming to a head. But anyway, sorry. I'll let you. Yeah, that's a little bit of a a prelude to what's going on uh, at at the end, because I'm interested, too, because this this podcast is has has developed and grown uh, into things that I didn't even know were possible. And this fishing kayak thing, I mean, I've seen a little bit online over the years. And I know Candace's uncle spent a lot of time up north uh, at his cottage fishing out of a kayak. But I think you've taken this to a whole new level that we're going to hear about. Oh, you are. You are. It's not a canoe like I've always thought. And it's taken me 42 years to realize that there is such a thing you can stand on and fish out of without breaking the bank. But we'll get into that. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's good. So, Don, what did you get up to this week? I set another new record. I have now walked in one day 24. 5,500 steps, which is 13 and a half kilometers. So you did that this time of the year. Oh yeah. I walk every day, three, four times, 
But yeah, you but walk on the road. Street, yeah, those sidewalks are too dangerous. You gotta walk on the road. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as mom's not on the road, he's safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, That's good. Geez. And I uh, thought out some geese again this week and had them marinating. I injected them and I had them marinating in the fridge. And today I made another great big pot of goose stew. In fact, I brought over a nice big container for Megan tonight with me for Megan. So, so I got some. You're gonna have to fresh... uh, figure out a way to get some of that down this week. I was thinking that, sounds... that the other day. Like I was wondering if I froze it and then wrapped it and and sent it to you. This weather, it might stay partially frozen until I got to you. I don't know. Well, that's, I don't know uh, I'm almost willing to, to try that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you guys are getting into a good fix on the geese there. And I got some in the freezer that I've been trying to figure out best way to uh, either make some sausages or pepperoni or, yeah. well, or stews. But, but yeah, I've been sure, enjoying them. Sure. In fact, no, the last good. time I made the, the goose stew, before I made it into stew, I, I took some slices off one of the breasts and wrapped them up. So for a couple of nights, I had I had uh, goose for supper, like roast goose for supper uh, out of the Instapot. Before I chopped them up and put them into the stew, but I like I like them either way. They're delicious. <laughs> yep. And what else? And you oh, and you sorry. enjoying uh, retirement now that you've been laid off and uh, been yeah, asked to uh, pursue different ventures? Still busy. Still busy. Still get phone calls all the time. The buses don't run. Got to take the kids to school. That type of stuff. But I'm really <laughs> excited about tomorrow because I got a haircut tomorrow. Finally, <laughs> after the. After this cotton picking last shutdown, and when they shut down, that was two days before I was supposed to get my hair cut. So it needed it then. It really needs it now. I'm like a shaggy dog. He could have let. I had to turn around and look at him. He could have let Megan cut his hair. She did quite well with me, I think. Yeah, but anyway, I get my yeah, hair. But anyway, I get my hair cut tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. Getting my hair cut. What else was I going to tell you? What else was I thinking about? Oh, my mind. I'm getting old. My memory's, my memory's going on what I did all day. Oh, I know what I did. Megan's been after a piano, and uh, they've been looking for a piano, trying to find her a piano. She's been wanting one really bad. And I know she's been wanting to ask him for one for, for months now. And I got a phone call from a friend yesterday. I said, Don, you know anybody who's looking for a piano? I got a friend that they got a really nice one. No marks on it, no scratches, nothing. They just want to give it away. They got it up. It's in their garage. If they can't find an owner, they're going to chop it up. I said, yes, I do. So I messaged Jen. Jen said, yes. So we made arrangements. So today I called my son-in-law. Got his, he hooked up his trailer to his truck. Todd took a, his lunch, and we went over and picked up the piano and brought it home, and Megan's got her piano. So she's like a, a full upright piano, full upright piano. Yep. Not a digital, not a, she wanted a regular piano and that's what she's got. She's got a piano now. She's loving it. So the kayak has to go cause you need spot for the, for no, the they just piano. Move, they just move stuff around. We just put that <laughs> kayak at a different angle. That's move it, down that's the dining it. room table a little bit, slid in the piano. And, yeah. yeah. All of our hobbies have to be in one room. Jen said, let's put the piano downstairs in the rec room and, and, and it'll be, and Megan's like, no, I want it up here with us. Dad's kayak gets to be up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You set precedent by that kayak being where it is. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's COVID. You can't have people over anyway. Leave us alone. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm not bored. Never get bored. I'm busy. And you've been, yeah, yeah. He's been helping Avery with her. Oh journal. yeah, the journal. That Avery called me. She was all excited. She got a journal just like mine, and she said, "I want you to help me." I said, "Sure." What are we going to do? She says, "Well, you need to come over." So okay, I come over and. And she's, well, what do I write? I explain it to her. You just write, you can either write detailed what you did all day or just the things you want to remember. Or you put, if you go somewhere, maybe you go to a show and you saw a nice show, you keep the ticket, put the ticket in and say, you saw that show. 20 years when you read that journey, you say, well, there's the ticket from that movie I went and saw. It's just kind of neat. So see, we were writing stuff in it and she's giggling and laughing. And, and uh, so I went, she wanted me to come over again in the evening. And, uh, well, family day. Well, we'll go family day. I stopped in on family day for a few minutes. And she says, okay, help me write what I've done. Well, what have you done so far? She told me. And I said, okay, what's your mom doing right now? This was about 1130. And she says, she's cooking breakfast. Well, put in there. Mom's cooking breakfast. And she giggled and wrote it in. Mom's cooking breakfast. So <laughs> she's having a good time with that. I said, yeah, you'll enjoy reading that someday. Yep. Yeah, it's dad troubled the driveway today. First time all year. There you go. First time in five years. <laughs> <laughs> Usually he lets spring take care of that. That's right. I, I don't see a point in washing your truck. Someday it's going to rain and the driveway is yeah. no different. Someday it's going to melt. You just deal with it. My wife come home the other day and she says, you know what your son said? I said, oh, it must have been something stupid because you're calling him my son. And she says, he told me that maybe next year he's going to have to break down and buy a snowblower. And I said, or no, get a snowblower fixed. He's going to say, I, have a, I yeah. got a beast of one. Yeah. Just not get running. a snowblower fixed. I said, fixed? That sucker was old when he got it. it it's done. Like, he can't fix it anymore. Yeah, rednecks she, keep him going. She turned around and looked at me. Oh, yeah. She says, yeah, she th- get this. She turned around and said to me, oh, no, he'll go out and buy a a kayak that he can't use for four months, but oh, don't buy a snowblower. <laughs> Priorities. I said, yep, your mom you know. Sounds like she's got a lot of sense. Oh, I said, yep, you know your son. <laughs> hey, the laneway got cleaned. One way or another. Does it matter? Guns. That's right. Yep. And Bill, you you know, you just keep it running. It will run. It's all oh, yeah. metal. They don't make them like that anymore. It's even got like chains on the tires. The thing's a beast. <laughs> It's it's stationary. It's a big paper rock right now. Right right it's, now it's something to look at. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all right, drum roll. What did the almost guy do this week? Well, you know, I, I have a 1980 Everest uh, Skidoo snowmobile that you keep that I running. Just talk about. And it keeps breaking. <laughs> Every time I go out, I break something else. <laughs> so I had a I had a great ride on uh, on Saturday. I did, I did it for a quick rip up the uh, up the, the trail, and I came back. It wasn't very long. We had a bonfire on Saturday, roasted some some hot dogs, uh, burned some brush. It was a nice nice day up here on Saturday. And Sunday, I decided because it was Valentine's Day to get out of the house for a bit. So, um, I, I took the snowmobile out for, for a ride you by myself. Well, to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and you took the snowmobile. Candace, yep. I apologize. I hope Don't, she doesn't listen to this and realize and realize <laughs> what could have happened this long holiday weekend. What it could have happened? We could have went on a snowmobile ride together, but she actually spent Valentine's Day prepping meals for, for the week. So, 
I mean, it was a, a shared responsibility where I went snowmobile and she prepped the meals for the week. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm hoping she doesn't listen to it. And if I get a cuff upside the head one day, uh, so just out uh, of hey, the blue, if I'll you get a exactly white kid, you'd be more like Todd. It's not my fault, <laughs> yeah. Bill. You had the opportunity. No, this is the almost guy talking here. We we sometimes don't capitalize on every opportunity that's presented to us. But <laughs> I'm starting so, a marketing campaign. It's called Like Todd. It's very original. Yeah. Like Todd. Wanna be but, like uh, Todd. Wanna be, wanna be. I went out like for a, about a 30 kilometer ride on, on Saturday. And uh, I can get probably about uh, eight kilometers away from home and I text, text Candace and say, Hey, I made it to where my destination was because this, with this little machine, it doesn't always make it all the time, but fortunately touch wood, I've always, what do you do when it doesn't? Um, I, I do a lot of praying. I tell you right now. And, and Sunday, uh, I did a lot of praying because I got eight, eight kilometers away from home and I stopped uh, at the end of the trail, text Candace. I took my helmet off for a second got back on the trail, probably another 300, uh, um, yards, uh, to, close to home. And there's this big seven and a half inch wheel laying in the middle of the trail. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the only one that went down this trail. And I stop real quick and I run back and I grab it. And sure enough, where the track rolls around at the rear of the snowmobile, there's two big idler wheels or two big wheels that the track rides on. Well, one is on the middle of the trail and the other one is still on, on the, on the spindle. And I'm thinking this is a long way from home and they don't put tow trucks out in the middle of snowmobile trails. So scratching my head, trying to figure out what to do. And I said, well, I have no choice. I've got to try to get as close to home as I can before I got You need to try harder, Candace. Just the wheel won't make him crash. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe this is, yeah. You know what? I never even thought of it that way. (laughs) She's like, did you make it? Yeah, darn it. I wonder what's going to be next. Don't even say that. (laughs) Yeah, I already know she knows where bodies could be disposed of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's cold enough now that we can, she can hide them, I guess. I don't know. I don't like where this is going. Stay preserved till spring? Is that... This is not not good. I don't like the way we're rolling here. But so I, I made it. I made it home. I, every every hundred uh, hundred yards or so, I'd look up and say, "Thank you very much for getting me hundred yards closer to home." And so, did you leave the wheel off, or did you jerry rig it back on? I couldn't. It blew the bearing right out of it. There was nothing. It's like a, a piece of vulcanized rubber over top of a, a bearing, and that bearing seized and. Blew that wheel right off the side of the machine. So now, did you ride slow, Hope? Oh, geez, yeah. It was it was extremely slow, and I I tried to put all the weight on the, the, the up front over the gas tank, so there was nothing on the back end. And oh, it, it was a lot of hoping and, and wishing there. But I, I made it home, and and sure enough, I was up till eleven o'clock last night. But I got it all tore apart and put back together, and all new parts and pieces. And only thing I haven't done yet is do a test drive. So. Back in business on the, on the old 1980 vintage snowmobiles. Don't like Candace in the garage. 
Yep, she's banned. <laughs> she actually helped me put it back together, which now I'm kind of wondering. All right. right. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering. Is there a what little happened. pinhole in your fuel line right about where the exhaust is? I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. And uh, the insurance is paid off and the house is paid off and she's moving on with life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, this podcast has become real special to me. It, it's going to be good from now on. You know, and you know what did it for me was seeing that picture where you're sitting, Bill, because I can picture you sitting there talking about different things. And, and now it's not just the Euro John, just a voice coming over. I can actually yeah. see you in yeah. my mind you're, with that blanket, your big wool coat and your, ruined it for and your me. furry hat. No, that's awesome. You, you look <laughs> almost warm. You really oh, yeah. are the almost guy. It's, like, it's, it's awesome. I'm enjoying this. Gee. She keeps telling me I can go into the house and podcast in the house, and I've got ulterior motives for being out here. But you know, we're <laughs> recording, so I'm not going to let. <laughs> hey, if she hears it, you're screwed already. So you might as well just lay <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <later. laughs> the way I figure it, the way I figure, by the time I'm, we're ready to podcast, the kitchen isn't cleaned up yet. Oh, so, I'm picking up what you're putting down. If I podcast in the house, she she goes downstairs so that you and then know, the kitchen the, stays uh, untidy until you're done. And the kitchen stays done. untidy. So by the time the podcast is over, the kitchen's cleaned up, everything's good to go, and then I come back in the house and be like, "Ooh, I was cold out there for an hour and a half." And oh, thank you very much for taking care of the kitchen. So it was awesome. It's so <laughs> wicked. I love it. And having the ability to edit everything and just send little snippets of, of, yeah. of the podcast to whoever I choose is wicked. I think two wives would benefit from hearing yeah. that. Yours oh, and mine. <laughs> because then you're going to make me look like a rock star because I, I would never dream of doing something like that. This is what I'm here for. Well, you you know, having a sink full of dishes all day and not doing them. Uh, this is probably how I can save you. It's totally different from me. My wife says, oh, you're going to Todd's again tonight? Oh, darn. Well, hurry home, dear. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. She's hoping he can... gets dementia between here and home. Yeah. Well, I, I did all, I feel like uh, an older person this week too, Don. I was, I say that to you because you can sympathize. We talked a little bit about, about this last Is week. Is this and, the segment where we do the elderly co- talk? Uh, yeah, like, I don't know the, if there's the, music that you can play as an interlude to this or not. Yeah, like, probably could. You know, like the Muppets, Pigs in Space. I'm going to start know. calling some nursing homes for sponsorships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I tried my, uh, my new machine for sleeping. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the sleep apnea machine. How are you, yeah. Darth? Were you kicking? Oh, I tried to get used to it. Uh, yeah, it's a, I felt like that. I couldn't open my mouth because the, the, uh, Don, you can sympathize with me here. Yeah. The pressure that goes over my nose, if you open your mouth while it's putting the pressure in there, you sound like Darth Vader and the air blows out of your mouth. But That's once right. you can and figure out how to sleep with your mouth breathe, open, it dries it right out. You wake up in the night and, oh, you're, you want something wet in your mouth so bad. Yep. Yeah. The, the uh, machine, though, I tell you, has made for much, much better sleep. Yeah. I, I've felt more. You're right. Give it a week and, and you get used to it. And I've, I've got it figured out now to get the pressure test done to make sure it's up on my nose. And yeah. and uh, I've slept phenomenal for the last week straight. We really 
You know, all of this has just come to a head that we needed to have Candace on for this little bit because now for each little bit of segment you just talked about, but this is the topper because really who cares how you slept? How did Candace sleep? Because I imagine with you that, Hey, I ask her every single morning. I'm a good husband. And I say, did my machine bother you last night? No, I slept great. She says, so that's got to be a yeah. point for me somewhere down the oh, road. Yeah, you lost it the last little bit here, but that's that's good. You try yeah. to get them back. <laughs> At the end of the month, you will be even so impressed that you're so used to it. Yeah, you'll, you'll get used to it. You know what the best part is, Todd? I'm sure you can understand this. This is how how I come across with little sleep. And you imagine with having all the oh, benefits geez. of more sleep and everything, this is going to be like our yeah, the, the next even, bunch of podcasts are going to be all, you know, scheduled out. Forget sitting by the campfire, just yeah. having a conversation. We're going to have little bells bing, on to the next subject, bing, on to the next subject, bing, ask this question, bing. <laughs> You're going to be, everything's going to be scheduled out. We're going to be rocking and roll. We're going to be recording four times a week. Yeah, I'll have the uh, the sleep and the energy to make that happen. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll, Anyways, work. it'll yeah. work for you. It will. Uh, I'm worried. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Don't sure. worry about it, Todd. Your your time is coming. It's hereditary. Bah. So. Bah. I hear it's only for overweight folk. Not well, really. I've lost. <laughs> hey, we've lost weight, haven't we, Don? That's for sure. There you go. Yeah. That's for sure. We're going in the right direction here. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I did this week. And uh, I'm anxious to hear about this. Are we ready to get into it? We want to get into it? I think so. Because I think we should start talking about this. Let's do this. If if you guys are done sharing your nursing home stories and like the retired dude sitting at Timmy's conversations here, we can actually get... Yeah, let me something. put my teeth back in and yeah, we can right. start this conversation. <laughs> well played. <laughs> well played. That's awesome. You know, I've, I've always thinking that this podcast needs to be relevant to our audience, but and we're concerned with our little intros here being too long. But to be honest with you, I got to think there's a lot of folk across the country, uh, countries that listen to this that got those sleep apnea machines. And I was sitting here thinking, I wonder how many people really, I bet you there's quite a few that oh, have, because yeah. there's a lot of people that have, but, but regardless, we'll, we'll get on with now the real meat and potatoes. Cause I am so pumped. It's over 60% of the people on this podcast have it. You are a minority here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you say minority. I say extra special. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. Different ways of looking at it. Yeah. It's yeah. in your mind. So, let's go. I'm so pumped. He's so special. How many people have a canoe in their dining room? Right? How many on yeah. here? Show of hands. And if you're driving, 10 and 2. <laughs> but it, if, if if you can, raise your hand right now if you're listening and wish you had a kayak in your dining room. No, no you can put it. your hand down now. And every time so this, I come over, thing. there's new accessories in the kayak. Oh, I tell you what, I'm going to start posting this stuff. So I'm so pumped. You're starting to get accessories already? Well, oh my I, gosh, they're coming in. Were they two came today? No, two didn't come today. Those were new cables for the podcast. Well, well they were came with another box that you said, oh, it's my Valentine's gift. Oh, yeah, it was. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad happened to be here when it came. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, okay, let's get into it. Let's, let's, where do we start? Kayak. 
I researched, so I alluded a little bit to the fact last podcast on what I was looking at doing. And for the last, whatever, I fished since I was, I don't know, dad, how old did you have me out fishing? I was probably three oh. fishing. Oh yeah. Like who knows? We had to fish for them sucker burgers. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, that's right. So forever <laughs> I have fished. And as I've evolved my fishing, I have navigated towards what I, what I like to do, the local pond bass fishing and we've had my buddies on that are the same right love to hit the the uh, the gravel pits and and local ponds and little tiny hidden hidden spots that hold big bass that a lot of people when you find one that you are certain not a lot of people got man that's gold because now it's untapped and those bass will bite anything and you're just pumped and so that's what i love to do now when we rent a cottage we go up north with that lake i don't care what the cottage is right now the cottage we stay at is pretty much like that it's uninsulated plywood on cinder blocks am i right (laughs) but the fishing is phenomenal pike and bass and i love it and so i have a, a 12 foot aluminum john boat that you could double as a duck boat really easy nice flat bottom boat and, and I have, we've got a gas motor for it, but I got a couple trolling motors. I got a bow mount. I got a stern mount, yada, yada, yada. I got a big battery and all that. But when you want to go by yourself and you want to go to like a local pond and, and you just get done work, you got three hours, you got four hours, or it's a Saturday morning. You want to spend all day where you got to take the boat to the lake, uh, unload it, get it in, da, 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 get out there, find the spot, start fishing and then bring it back. That's an all day thing. And this type of fishing, not that the fishing I love to do is spur of the moment. Let's go hit a pond. Hey kids, you want to just, Hey, let's go over here and see if we can catch some bass and you do it from shore. And when you're fishing from shore, there's always those spots you're sitting there and please, I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but stop me if you can relate here, Bill, dad, but you're on the shore and you're looking thinking if I could cast under that tree or see that log sticking up, I know there's a bass laying on that log, but I can't get to it cause I'm on shore and there's no, there's no way. And no matter how, which way I walk around this, this lake, this pond, this whatever am i gonna get to that spot i just wish i had a little boat and a big 12 foot aluminum boat you're not gonna pull that thing by yourself and drop it in and away you go or with your your younger kids or whatever but now i've got the ultimate with the kayak and forever i have discarded these things because canoes kayaks they tip and i've always associated kayak with the dudes wearing helmets heading down the allura gorge in the right water rapids uh, having a blast trying to figure out how they're gonna do 360s and barrel rolls and all that crap not my gig i want to fish if i'm in water i want to fish all i'm thinking about is underneath me if i'm going down these rapids there's probably a whack load of brook trout feeding on some little hatch and so i want to get them and so i could never do that i want to fish so for this, I am, I'm just so pumped when I, when I started my research and found out that you can get one of these that you can stand on. And I watched YouTube videos of dudes standing on them. Like they're on the front of a bass boat fishing, like they're on a bass boat sold done, had to have one. It okay. sounds, it sounds pretty interesting. It sounds very uh, diverse. Uh, and you were saying you can even hunt out of this too. Well, and that, that's the, 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 even another benefit is yes, it is so stable. So it's the one I got, and this was the research I did. So they make all kinds. I'm going to get, don't build, don't forget that question because I'm going to get there and don't let me, don't let me touch it so much that I don't. Cause I am pumped. If you can tell I, this is, I'm yeah, just, you seem to be, uh, I'm so cranked right into this. Let's, let's, let's uh, everybody that's listening. When you, you get to 
work, if you're going to work or if you're, you're sitting at home, go out and start your vehicle and let it idle for the day. And when you get to work, leave your vehicle idling in the parking lot for the day. And, and sorry, disclaimer, don't do it if I'm going to get sued, but let's bring on global warming and get rid of this snow because I'm ready to freaking fish. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my, my truck's been idling for a week now in my lane. Yeah. What it throws you is the word kayak. Because when he yeah. said that he, when he told it, my wife and I, he bought this kayak, we looked at each other and said, kayak? You know, you're sitting in this, all, this thing's tight around your waist and it can go underwater and I, you flip over up underneath the water. I'm thinking, kayak? What's he going to do with a kayak? But this is no way the kayak that comes into your mind. There's no way. And that for, for 42 years of my life, that's what I associated a kayak with. And so now I just, I got research and and the way that it came about, I was watching bass fishing, MLF, major league fishing. And I was watching and it ended on my outdoor TV. And the next up, just an auto video started playing of kayak fishing. I'm like, Oh, turning this and wait, wait a minute. What's this guy doing? He's sitting on top of that thing. So like you sit in a, in a big swivel chair on top of this kayak. And then I'm like, okay, they tip. There's no way I'm having my tackle. And these guys got fish finders and like their cameras and GoPro. And I, I, there's no way I'm having all that stuff on the top of this kayak. And then I, I start researching and these things are so stable. And that's where I was going with my Tajin is so stable. It is insane. So I did, I, I've, said it a bunch of times. I watched a video with a guy sitting on the side of the particular kayak I bought, sitting on the side with his legs, hanging in the water, reaches down and lips a bass, pulls it out and then stands back up on top of the kayak. Thing doesn't even list in the water, doesn't even move. And I'm like, that is what I've got to have. This thing is awesome. So it's rated for the sea, for the ocean, but I'm never going to go there. I'm a, I'm a small pond. No, that, 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 that water is way too big. If you can't see shore in one direction, it that's brother. not for you. That's yeah, not, yep, yeah, not happening. <laughs> not <No>. happening. <laughs> so I, I, maybe we'll have some of these questions answered, uh, I think, when our, our guest comes on. But And, and I've heard, um, Bill, I heard a rumor that come fishing season, you're going to drive south, he's going to drive north, you're going to meet, and you're going to fish together in this thing. Is that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah I, I'm pumped about uh, Todd spending all the money and me getting this and uh, on this thing. I, this thing, <laughs> that sounds really, really intriguing to me. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to let Candace listen to this. You might be having to move this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apartments are cheap for rent here, Bill. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, my car sleeps one. So. <laughs> hey, don't leave it running if you're in it. Okay, a disclaimer, no. folks. Don't leave your car running in the garage or if you're in it yeah this is a outside global warming fix you want so yeah you know she, she uh she's done a lot of kayaking up north um and believe it or not i i tried to um i convinced my wife a little while ago that a, a canoe was the right option for us and she does not like canoes and i don't understand why because a kayak to me, other than what you're talking about, is tippier, if that's even a word, than, than a canoe. Yeah, not now. Oh, baby. Yeah, well, now I'm hearing from you that, you know, I, I just, uh, it's probably going to be a hard sell and a hard convince. But uh, um, I, I wanted a flatback canoe with, uh, like, my, my grandfather, when I was uh, younger, had uh, uh, this flatback canoe that was wide enough and had uh, like pool noodles in half on the outside of it. I don't know if you've ever seen something like that yep, before, but yep. you couldn't tip it. And we took that duck hunting 
lots. But the only thing I didn't do was paint it. It was bright yellow on the bottom. I wonder why all the ducks flared, but <laughs> bright, bright yellow on the bottom. And because we, we fished in a, or we hunted in this little uh, area where you couldn't put a motor on it, but you could paddle across into these duck blinds that were there. So we got out for in the morning with this this canoe and 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 went went for a paddle. And a kayak. That sounds like if I can't tip it, if I can put a put a gun or if I can put a fishing rod and and, and a partner. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, and the allure. So you can't tip, and and so yeah, they make now duck blinds for it, like covers that, like a layout boat. So you can turn this thing into a layout boat and it has the full blown, you know, real tree max, or I guess advantage max five, uh, camouflage cover for it with the, with the actual little hoops that you could stuff the, the stalks in corn stalks, whatever the guys are using them in fields as layout blinds because they got a chair in them and the whole nine yards and they got the doors that flop open on the side. Like these things I'm telling you so versatile and that's the other draw and then rock solid stable. So now I'm thinking, I know some streams that are tributaries. They got, they got ducks in them like crazy. You just can't get there because land access drop this thing in where you got access and go floating down the stream and just float up on some ducks. Oh my gosh. It's the word kayak that throws you because everybody's got this mental picture of what a kayak is to them, but you got to research this at the end of this podcast. After we have the guest on, you got to research this and see just what they look like because uh, they are unique. I've been, I've been looking at it quite a few times since I've been coming over no, here. Dad wants one now. And the, well, would you, would you go, go that far? <laughs> oh, he's going to go. I got two seats, man. Mine's a tandem. And you don't know you'd feel safe and comfortable in this thing. Well, the way he describes it, like I don't feel safe in this flat bottom boat. I'm telling you. He's had me. He's had me. He's got in yeah. the drink. Folks. And I've never come home dry from a canoe ever, ever. Yeah. And any canoe I've ever been in, I've been in the way I've been in the water. But uh, me and water don't get along. I'm not boat crazy to he begin with. He knows to take his hearing aids out but before I'm not, fishing. I'm not kidding. The last few times we went fishing up north together and the, the, his boat he's got, uh, several times in a, in one, each trip, several times, like he's this side of the boat, then he's that side of the boat, and he's playing a fish around yeah. the front. And then, oh, so did you see that fish come up over there? And he goes to that side of the boat. And it's more than once I have actually dropped my rod, put my hands up in front of me because I thought we were going in. I'm ready to die, <laughs> man. Like the thing is tipping. I'm oh, going over. Grief. And I'm thinking, no. I got to slice into this water here tonight. And I, I did. I, the water, in fact, I thought it was going to touch my nose before that boat. Millards are procrastinators, Bill. Oh, I'm telling you. It's, uh, he scares the liver out of me. In a boat but so i gotta I, see I, I wouldn't i wouldn't think it any other way with todd i couldn't see him sitting still long enough to be able to make that boat float let alone oh, and catch a fish out so of i'm really hoping that you guys get together because i trust your word bill and i want to know you, how you feel about it before i get in the doggone thing so i really hope uh-huh. you guys go on that fishing trip before i ever have to get, get okay it. but let me break so now when when you're done chirping let me break this down because it took me months and months and i thought i had my heart set on a different kayak but until i've seen this one and i was setting it to, in fact bill i think like two months ago i sent you youtube videos of the one i wanted yes 
right? So there is there is a, a there's a video a guy has one completely decked out. I mean, he's got the sonar, he's got the range finder, he's got or the range finder, the the depth finder, but he's got the the fish finder in the side angle, the 3D thing. Like he's he's got this thing loaded. And the beauty is, you think kayak, you also think you got a paddle or pedal. And cuz they now have pedal drives with with rudders. No way, man. I I tell you they made motors for a reason and so the reason I picked this one and the reason I had that one in, in mind is you could put a trolling motor on them. And the fact the one I got is rated for, you could actually put an outboard on it, but I, I'm not, I'm going to put a trolling motor on it. And so you could put a motor on it is the number one. Number two, it doesn't tip. But number three, the one I had my heart set on was, was it's very similar to this two feet shorter, but all wide open deck, nice and wide. So it's not very tipped. The guy was walking up and down on it. No problem. You know, he has a cooler on there with him. He's brings food and snacks. He's got a box with all his tackle in it that clips into it and all that fun stuff. But it was a solo thing. And once I got looking into it, they make tandem kayaks. But the problem with the regular tandem kayaks is the fact that there's usually two ports where you sit on the tandem one. One's dedicated for one, one's dedicated for the other. So if you go by yourself, yes, you're still in, you're, 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 you're fishing by yourself, but it's a tandem kayak. You can't walk up and down. Like dad said, I want to walk around. I want it like a bass boat. I want to stand on this thing. I want to fish. I want you that kind of atmosphere and feeling. And you can't do that because these are like portholes. Well, this one. And so there's, there's many different brands. I mean, there's Pelican and there's a Hobie and, and different price ranges all for from $500 all the way up to like four grand, five grand. Like it's insanity and you don't need to spend that much, but it is insanity. So I got looking, I did a lot of research. And so I, I ended up deciding on a new canoe frontier 12 before I knew you could get it anywhere in Canada, anywhere near my home. That was the one I wanted because their, their unique design is they've teamed up with, a, and, and here's the other allure of this. If you're a personality like mine, I've always wanted, we've had them for prior, but I wanted to get back into RC cars and trucks because you can build it. And now they make them back when, when dad used to build them and I used to race them, it was just an RC car. Now they're like real little mini vehicles with all the brand name accessories. So I want to build the Jeep that I would rather build in real life, but can't afford to, I want to do it with an RC car because you can now get Mickey Thompson tires and you can get the, the rims and, and differentials and, and the whole nine yards. They're all like, that. this is very similar to me, to that thought process for me with this kayak, because now I bought it. And I can use it now. I have a trolling motor. I have a battery. And it came with a seat that sits way up like a lawn chair and swivels 360. Right now, I am good to go fishing. However, the new canoe has teamed up with Yak Attack. And Yak Attack is an accessory creator. And so a big brand in the industry that I've found. And so this kayak is built with Yak Attack rails on it. So now any yak attack attachment will go on it. Now, people might get mad at me when I say this, but there's the yak attack attachment. There's also other attachments that fit the same yak attack track and, and the new canoe Frontier 12 system that you can get cheaper here or cheaper there, or you can go with the yak attack brand. And so now it's just an ongoing upgradable thing that you can continually 
apart and pieced together to make the ultimate fishing slash hunting vessel. Mm. I mean, gun holders, they've got, they've got handles like, like bars that you can stand up and this thing, it, 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 it's chest high that will go up and then it folds right down on the canoe flat on the kayak flat. So you don't even know it's there. And then, so if you want to stand up and, and shoot with leaning against this rail, if you're, if you're ducking, you can do it. And so this is just, that is why I chose this new canoe frontier 12 because of all of those features, the width, the, the fact that it won't tip, the fact it takes a motor and then all these attachments that you can, you can put on sounds it. Like, so, sounds like you've done your research. Oh, it sounds like that. Uh, I know what know, he was but, telling me that it was confusing me because he kept saying kayak, but I bought this new canoe. And I kept saying, okay, is it a kayak or did you buy a new canoe? But new canoe yeah. is the brand name, N-U-C-A-N-O-E. So yeah. it's new I asked, canoe. Brand I asked actually, him the same question yeah, too, yeah. honestly. So he, keeps, he keeps talking on his podcast like people know he bought a, he bought a kayak. I'm telling a new you canoe. though, but when you start to, when you research this, if, if, you, if you're that into it, like, trust me, I just don't know why I haven't seen these things everywhere I go. I really don't because if you're a fisherman, this is it, man. This is, I, I get off work at whatever time and you've got two hours, throw this thing in the back of the truck and away you go. And now you're catching bass for an hour and then drive back home and, and Hey, Bob's your uncle. Have a good day. Go have some supper. Yeah. And they're really not that heavy. You know, your kids can move it so they can go upstairs and downstairs. They can oh, push it, move it so they can get around the dining room table. They can move it again so they can get to the, to the living room, to the TV. Like this canoe is never in the same position twice. So it's movable. It's light enough. You put it down a toboggan hill? I bet you could. Oh, yeah. I'm not willing to do that because of the press, <laughs> yes. but I bet you could. <laughs> if it's, it's in this dining room long enough at the top of the stairs to come down to the rec room, I expect to find it at the bottom of the stairs one of these days. Kids ride I think it. one of the kids will ride it down yeah, the stairs. Sure. But. <sighs> But yeah, well, so you can tell, we, yeah, you can tell I'm pretty pumped and I'm pretty excited. So, so far I've bought a few things. I, I plan on, on documenting this. I'll, I'll probably post it up on Reddit country, Facebook or Instagram or and our website and, uh, and put it up there, but it came with a seat. I have another seat coming. I've got, uh, and now the, the beauty is like, like I said, here's an example. Yak attack makes this box that goes behind your seat tackle to hold all your tackle has a lid and you can put other stuff in it, but that's the theory. It clips onto the little um, tracks that are there so it won't fall out. And it's got a lid to, that locks down and latches down so that it's secure. And the thing's like 200 bucks and you get on this, the new canoe frontier, if now they have a Facebook owner page that I'm allowed on cause I registered my, my kayak. So I got permitted in a $10 milk crate and then Plano makes a, a tackle bag for, for uh, kayaks that fits in the milk crate. And then you use the same straps that go in the little tracks to hold in the milk crate. And now you've got the same thing for very minimal dollars. And I so, have uh, milk crates here. You can uh, come pick them up if you want I, had, I found one at Rona for $9 and something cents. So, I, but I would have been there, Bill. I would have been there. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't say I didn't offer. No, I hear you. I was I trying to, it. I was trying to support your cause with any, anything I could. And milk crate. I've got one of those. You can have it. Well, you hang on to one for when Candace gets her kayak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I, I I urge anybody, and so I'm I'm so pumped. I just can't wait. That's why I said let's get this global warming thing started. Let's get this water warm. So you got a guest coming on tonight. So we do. So yeah. It, to to lead up to all of this, we have where I got 
my new canoe kayak frontier 12 from because they are i found out so uh, and i didn't finish that i found out how very hard they were i settled on that kayak i'm like i'm gonna get it i don't care what i gotta do i gotta figure out how to get it if i gotta get it from the states that is the model i want i want to be able to take my kids but i want to be able to go by myself but i want to be able to take a buddy and i want to go be able to go by myself so i need this and i want to be able to walk up and down it so i need to be able to put the seat on take a seat off and they fit in the rails they slide up and down you can put them wherever you want so okay that's the one i want how am i going to find it so i start I start researching and that and come to find out dealer site says there is a distributor here in Canada. In fact, in Ontario, in fact, like 15 minutes from your house, I think, Bill. Sure enough and, is. And so I get the phone number and I call Freedom Canoe and Kayak. And an awesome gentleman by the name of Mike who runs the the, the shop there. And I mean, insane place. I had thousands of kayaks on the walls and every kind. Like this the stuff that I I've always thought a kayak is, as well as fish and kayaks. And so he's got he says, Yes, you know what? In two weeks I've got a shipment coming in from New Canoe, but it's very limited. And I've already sold I they they only told me I can have ten camouflage ones, and he's the supplier to stores as well, right? So is he's the importer. So he says, I, I, I only have 10 camouflage kayaks and I, and, and I wanted a camel one. He says, I asked them to send me more if they could, but I don't know. And those 10 are already down payment deposited and sold ready to go. So the minute they come, they're gone. I'm like, when's the next shipment? He's like, probably into April. I should have them. I'm like, okay. He goes, but I've asked him to send me more. So if they do pretty good chance that I should be able to get you a camel one. Now they make them in all different colors, right? You get like neon blue and green and yellow and red and all that, that, but I want camel. I want a duck hunt out of this thing as well. So I want a camel one. So I, I, I hounded him a little bit in the text messages and probably shouldn't have given me his phone number. And so lo and behold, I got a text, uh, the, the, four days before the Saturday, I had to go get it. He says, okay, they just came in. I got one. If you want it, your name's on it. Done deal. Let's do it. And so I got talking to him and said, you know what? I'm so into this. I'm so pumped up. I think it'd be good if you would like to come on our podcast, just to shed some light. Cause I can't believe I've gone 42 years and not thought about fishing from a kayak. I just it did, never even thought that it'd be cool. And so if you, would you come on and, and, and I'm going to have questions and then kind of give a little bit about what you do, your business and what, what you offer. And so other people then can understand what, what I am talking about. And so, yeah, we've got him to come on. He's going to, he's going to hopefully answer the phone and we're ready to rock. Good deal. Let's, let's call him up. So let's bring him on. I'm Mike from uh, Freedom Canoe and Kayak, and I do sell the new canoe lineup, which you uh, just purchased, a Frontier 12, which is the uh, the most popular model out of the lineup. Is it really? Is it the most popular of, of all of them? It is. Because I was curious. Is, I did yeah. my research. So uh, for, first off, Freedom Canoe Kayak up in Barrie, Barrie, Ontario, and you've got quite a freaking warehouse of kayaks, like a storefront, <laughs> like it's insanity. And when I, when I went there, I couldn't believe how many you actually have. So when you say it yeah, is the most popular, yeah. yeah, that blows my mind because I couldn't believe the inventory yeah, you like have. You guys know fishing kayaks have like gone off the handle. Like it's crazy. It's like we're the Americans now. <laughs> so, uh, it's growing for sure. Well, uh, and it, we took on the new line and we import them in from the States into Ontario to a couple of our dealers. And, uh, yeah, it's been a growing segment. We're really, uh, really uh, fortunate to have new canoe in our lineup. 
And uh, they've been really successful for us and people are really discovering them now because um, not everybody knows about the brand. And uh, New Canoe is one of those brands that um, it makes, it gives you a lot of options. You know what I mean? They've got a phone book of accessories, I always say, uh, to check out their website. I mean, they've got everything from pedal drive options to putting a gas Honda motor on the back or uh, uh, electric motors, uh, whether it be the bow mount or uh, in the back. Um, so yeah, and they're super comfortable and like that, uh, F12, uh, frontier 12, they call it F12. Um, that one you can also turn into a, a tandem, like a two person that, uh, you know, add another seat and it's got a freedom track system. So it slides front to back and just gives you a lot of flexibility. I, I tell you well, what, it, so it sounds, uh, sorry, it sounds like this, uh, is transferring the, the way that you're, you're able to fish and, and portage in the small, small areas and stuff. And, and oh, for sure. What uh, what got you into the, the kayak industry with, with yeah, all so the no, other options that are out there? Yeah, no problem. Um, so I grew up in Atlantic Canada. Um, so I'm from Nova Scotia. And uh, my father was actually a Mountie. And he uh, took an early retirement. And he was always an outdoors outdoorsman. And, uh, you know, like we used to do a lot of fly fishing and uh, everything around the water, right? We were so blessed down there to have not just the Atlantic, but we had tons of lakes and rivers that a lot of people don't realize we have. Um, so and when my dad uh, kind of packed it in with the bounties, he uh, he said, you know what, I want us to get into um, like, you know, general canoes and, you know, fishing equipment. And so we kind of just started a little shop and uh, it just kind of snowballed from there and it grew into like a franchise. So uh, eventually we became Freedom Canoe and Kayak and uh, we've had stores all through Atlantic Canada. And then uh, when I was going to college up here in uh, Ontario, I, um, you know, I did another job for years and years, non sporting goods related, but, uh, you know, you know, it always comes back around where, you know, my dad was getting older and he's like, Hey, you, uh, going to take over the business one day. <laughs> so we, uh, we got back into it and it's been six years now that I've been here in Ontario doing this. Oh, that's great. That's great. And no you, Todd doubt. reached out to you and you were able to fix him up there. So yeah, yeah, we, we no, definitely did. He yeah. got his camo. <laughs> Big time. So, so yeah. So I'm so pumped because leading up to this for like, I don't even know how long now it's been a long time. Like I was telling on the last podcast, we kind of did a little bit of, like maybe what bill five minutes kind of shed yeah, some light on how I got, how, how I went down this path. And so I, I was watching outdoor TV, MLF for bass fishing, got hooked on it, watched it. it. The the series ended and then I just was letting it play. I was working out or doing something. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, kayak fishing comes on and I'm like, oh, there's no way I've, I've heard like a little bit. And I'm like, this is dumb. I'm, I'm not a canoe guy, not my cup of tea. This is I'm out. This is just ridiculous. I'm not even going to watch this. And then I let it play. And I was like wait a minute here. These guys are like standing up and fishing like they're on the front of a bass boat. And that's my kind of fishing. I've always dreamed. I can't afford a bass boat, but that's been my dream. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now all these little ponds that I've got around here and all these little kind of gravel pits and everything else that I typically will go fish. And I, and I have a, a flat bottom boat that I take out from time to time, but it's a pain. It's heavy. And I'm like, I could, 
if I had one of these, so I started doing some research at about five months of research because, oh my gosh, once you get into it and realize what is out there for fishing kayaks, it's insanity. And it's just, it's almost too much. It's a pain to try to figure out what kayak you want for what style of fishing and for what's going to meet your purposes. And I mean, there's every price range, but as I looked into it a little bit more, I knew the main things. I did not want to pedal and I did did not want to row. <laughs> so full on, I was getting one that had the ability to take uh, some kind of a motor. A trolling motor is typically what they put on them. I guess mine can take, I, I got the Frontier 12, new canoe Frontier 12, but I guess it could take like a small outboard, like a two and a half, but I'm going to put a trolling motor on it. But when I seen yeah. that, I'm like, this is, this is perfect. And then, yeah, they've combined with, with like Yak Attack and, and put on the rails and everything. So it's unlimited. So then it became like, wait a minute, I don't even know if I want to fish in this thing. I just want to outfit it. I just want to buy a whole bunch of stuff and just make it look really freaking cool. <laughs> so I was really impressed. So, yeah, so I called Mike and and it said, OK, here's what I'm thinking. And then you were able to solidify, solidify my thoughts. Right. Because I was I was looking at a, a couple different and I'm like, OK, I'm thinking the Frontier 12 because I don't want a kayak that's dedicated to tandem. I may go out for by myself quite a bit. And so but I do want the ability to go and take a buddy or take my kids. And so that's why I'm looking and I don't want to tip. And this one's got pretty good rating and it's like 650 pounds or something it can hold. So and then it's got lots of deck room and everything. So that you kind of said, yeah, you're 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 pretty much on the right on the right track. Right. Oh, for sure. It's a it's a great option. So, yeah, so I'm now pumped. So I now have this kayak. It is sitting in my dining room because I refuse to move it yet until I start to get stuff to put on it. <laughs> so, but, so my question to you is what would be my very first um, accessory that I should put on this thing? Um, a lot of people, you know what, they, uh, they get the wrong paddle when it comes to that kayak. That's probably the number one thing. I know it might sound simple because you need a paddle, but uh, you'd be surprised at how many people buy too short of a paddle for uh, an F12 like that. Because it's so massive and you're sitting up high, um, they recommend a 260 to 280. Like New Canoe has their own paddles, of course, and you, you can buy other models. But uh, New Canoe actually has a telescopic paddle. Um, so it gives you that nice flexibility depending on how tall you are too, right? Right. Um, so but, you, uh, that's that's always the first one. I always tell people invest in a good paddle. You don't want a really heavy paddle. You want to have a nice lightweight. Uh, usually they recommend at least a fiberglass, if not a carbon. Um, and that'll get you started. So definitely don't skimp on the paddle like a lot of people do. Right. Right. Yeah, you got a good paddle with yours, Todd, to start off with? You, is that one of the things you, you got to buy still? No. When I was there, he had recommended, because I, I, I asked him that question, all right, what's the very first thing I'm going to need that does not, that I, I like, not included? And, and he recommended and hooked me up. So I have the right paddle for the kayak. We are good to go. <laughs> Yeah, so, something yeah. should be noted here. Just, just uh, a little bit, Mike. Uh, he's trying to get me divorced. <laughs> and I, I, he keeps showing me these, these, uh, the kayak and the option. You know, I, I live out uh, the outskirts of Barrie, just in Ivy. I'm not sure where that is. <laughs> I'm down the street from Ivy. That's hilarious. That's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in really, Utopia. Are you? That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, and my, I my, fish my, a place we call Bastopia. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but he keeps she keeps telling me and showing me pictures. Oh, I can get this accessory. Oh, I can do this. Hey, this. I'm like, as much as it sounds like a good option, I, I think I'd like being married too much to be able to invest in something else right now. But yeah, the time may come where Todd's got me convinced. And but it's, it does sound like an interesting. Well, uh, let me tell you, I can't believe that I didn't know about this until five, six months ago. And then even then I didn't know what I didn't know. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize how addictive of a thought process it could be, I guess for me anyway, because somebody that likes to bass fish locally, little ponds when I can, and always thought, man, if I just had like a little boat, which I got a little 12 foot aluminum, but it by myself, I can't do it. But this thing, it, it takes care of everything. And I can't believe I've gone this long. Like what did I say to you, Bill, for forever? Like I've fished since I was what, three years old. Yeah. And you were saying that earlier today. And how did I not know? about kayak right. fishing and you, because you know what i think it is hey, i really do think we get stuck in our paradigm that you need to fish off the bank or, or a boat and w- once you start doing the research and digging into the options out there you've gone down a rabbit hole that that uh, a lot of people i think would be really, really interested in if they knew more about i agree i agree like because you look at this thing and, that, and that's what got me right i'm going okay i've got a boat and but i can't take it by myself but man when i'm fishing off the bank man you know there's a bass up on the other side over there but i can't get over there and so i'm thinking how how am i gonna get there? you just can't and you just forever every time you go fish that place there's those spots everybody that fishes knows it that you just can't get to and you always think it if i had a boat and these things now are so light like what my mine weighs what 73 pounds or something like that yeah it's roughly that yeah 69 or something yeah so like for and, and you can get wheel attachments to wheel them but i mean it's 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 not yeah. really heavy at all anyway so now you can go by yourself and then it's it's completely outfitted and i think the biggest allure for me was i never even thought about it because i always thought about kayaks as as white water uh like Alora gorge going down the rapids with a <laughs> helmet on and and you probably get those customers too right like you because i see i see a lot of the kayaks in there and i think there was a lady buying her first time one that looked like it was like forever long and i don't know if that was like a racing one or what it was but <laughs> i think it was a sea kayak she was looking for but is that what it was yeah, yeah there's, there's lots of different shapes and sizes i mean we've got 200 in our showroom just to show people you know what i mean there's over 200 in the showroom just to show people like how many different styles there are there's yeah. everything from mild to wild these days right and there's so many categories whether it be fishing kayaks or you know light recreational and then there's light touring and the you know kayaks with rudders and sea kayaks and uh, now that like even motorized kayaks right or well, and off, i looked like, at uh, those too right with the built-in yeah, motors like pelican uh, pelican launched a one this year it was called the catch power um, not many people know about it because right when they launched it was when this whole covid thing happened so it kind of squashed their whole launch but they actually they got so much feedback from customers saying hey uh you know i'm modifying my pelican and putting a trolling motor on it that they saw so much of that on youtube but they said let's uh let's make one of these for these guys so they don't have to do it for the guys that aren't that handy yeah so they actually made a, a it's almost like it's sort of like your boat it's got a swivel seat uh it's just under 10 feet and um it's got a transom mount on the back 
you know, then the guys on um, YouTube, like you, Zofinger, I'm not sure if you guys know him. He's sponsored by Pelican in the States. He's big in kayaking and um, he modifies Pelican kayaks. That's his whole show online. But uh, he put like a five horsepower gas motor on the back of it. And uh, it, it gets a lot of views. That, uh, video. That's a little nuts. Yeah. No doubt. For, for, just like a question, though, but for the power source, where do you put your battery like and or the oh, casting? Are they- I got an answer for you there, but I'll let Mike go because I'm about to, <laughs> well, I'm researching right now. Kayak, there's, there's battery boxes and then you have a wiring kit that goes back to the motor. Um, so there's so many different styles, right? I mean, there's foot pedal, like there's so many different motor systems now. So you can, um, you can sit with a, a foot pedal like you'd have on a bass boat, but that would yep. be... You can have a foot pedal system. There's also a switch style now too, like a little handheld switch. And um, the popular ones that we're going to be getting in soon, I'm a motor guide dealer. So we're going to be selling the uh, XI3s and stuff. And those are really popular. Yeah, those are uh, really uh, sought after right now. And they're really hard to get. I didn't realize that uh, you couldn't really get them in Ontario. So uh, I've been working on bringing in a whole bunch of those. Um, So they've got uh, some really cool, it's like a remote control, basically. You sit there, it's got like a telephone cord wire and you can basically control it just with a little uh, remote it even has cruise control and some hmm. great options on it it is pretty cool and uh, you can get it with gps it's called pinpoint um so you can actually uh like you know go back to like where you launched from so if you get a little uh <laughs> too lost it'll take you right back it's pretty cool yeah, I've seen these things. I've dreamt it. I think my wife is like, no, no, because this thing's getting out of hand. I yeah. could have bought a bass boat by the time I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's the spot lock thing is it's that's pretty crazy, too, because it uses the GPS and it will keep you right. in one spot. You just turn it on yeah. and then it works itself so that it keeps you in that exact spot so you can continue to fish without an anchor. Right. So it's, it's pretty cool, but the battery bill. So I got, I've got a giant Marine battery. I mean, giant, like, what is it, dad? 110 pounds. I bet yeah, you like it's, a heavy it, sucker. it's insanity now. And I bought it because when we go out, I like to have that trolling motor as my saving grace. So if the, if the gas outboard kicks out, I know I'm good to go. The battery's not going to go on me. We're going to get back to where we were going. And so that's why I have it. So I'm like, okay, to, to sell the wife on this. I already have a battery. I already got a trolling motor. I just need the kayak. But now I've been doing my research because I don't want to put a 110-pound battery in this this kayak. But they do. I mean, it'll hold it because it'll take 650 pounds, and they make battery boxes. However, the LifePo batteries now, they're lithium, and they're like 20 pounds, I think they weigh, and they give you just as many amp hours, 60 amp, 100 amp hours. Now, they're a little bit more expensive, but they're little. And like 15, 20 pounds. And then they're good for like, I, I've, I've had my share, my, my fair share of battles with uh, a marine battery over the seasons where you get two, two and a half, and then you're noticing life's not there as much as it was. And it really dwindles quick and you got to replace it. And that's, that's yeah. not cheap, but it's not as expensive as one of these. But these these lithium guys are rated for, for years. Like there's one company that they warn you for 11 years. So to me, that's, that's the way I'm going to go. So I do got to get me the power adapter kit so that I, it, it essentially allows you to put little power ports on the, in, in the deck of your, on the side, I guess, of your kayak. And then you run the wires inside of it because they have little hatches and then you bring it all the way up the front and I'll drop my battery in the front and wire it up and all the wires will be hidden. Just connect 
to my my troller motor on the back and I'm I'm ready to go. So that's my dream. But but yeah, so, so I'm, the, I'm pretty pumped. These kayaks yeah, come with pre cutouts, or do you have to like if you wanted to put a panel on there, do you have to do some modifications to it to 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 retrofit it? With uh, with some options, they do uh, recommend drilling or cutting holes, access panels, basically. But a, a lot of kayaks today now they have like little hatches, and uh, the front has a big uh, big uh, storage bin, so you can get your hand in underneath and uh, work it that way. Uh, you can fish some wires through a lot of the time. Uh, but yeah, there's always going to be that time that they uh, recommend drilling it in to run cables or um, you know other some options depending which uh, which route you go. Your, your main customer base for for these uh, is cottage goers or is it weekend warriors or guys that are uh, a lot of guys that just want to get out of the big boats. I find a lot of guys that had big aluminum boats and stuff. They just don't want to get away from the gas and the insurance and you know the trailers and just no storage. Uh, and they're always worried about parking it. You know, um, so kayaking's really grown in that part. Um, that seems to be it. Um, this year it's been a lot of duck hunters. Like we were joking around with Todd. Like every cam. Teehee. And uh, duck hunting's really good with these uh, kayaks because people realize that you can get a stand-up bird you can actually lean against, so you can stand and lean. And uh, they even mounts now on the uh, on the bar, so you can, you know, get uh, all ready to go. Plus, there's also blinds now that they have available. Yeah, I've seen that, um, too. So it's yep. actually, yeah, really cool. It's like a big straw, um, you know, kind of a grass kit that goes around your uh, – your uh, kayaks you just float out there and uh mm. you're completely camoed out you're selling me a little bit more here <laughs> i told you bill <laughs> <laughs> i told not a, you not a cheap option but uh it's pretty cool okay it's a gradual thing this, podcast this is very often so this is a lifetime purchase <laughs> right you buy the right yeah. one and then you don't have to worry you can continually upgrade and add on features and that's what I, it's like buying a model kit but you just keep on at and eventually you've got like the mecca kayak for fishing or hunting and now you could float down streams whack ducks you could go into your local little pond and you're already got your blind built like i'm telling you i'm pumped <laughs> Mm-hmm. The options and the uh, possibilities are rolling through my mind here, but yeah, this sounds like a neat option. Get a lot of attention with one for sure, no doubt. A lot of my customers tell me like they uh, they'll still have paddlers kind of like full steam ahead coming right at them. They're kind of feeling awkward and they're wondering why they're battling towards them, <laughs> and uh, they just want to know what the hell they're on. <laughs> no doubt. So. Yeah. Well, and I just like I said, I can't believe that it took me this long to, to find this thing. And it took me this long and, and people around me, I just, I'm in the outdoor world and have been forever. How come I don't know, or how come I haven't adopted it? Right? Like I've always thought of canoes. I don't want to, A, I don't want to, I don't want to paddle and B, I don't want to tip and go in the drink. So I'm staying out of a yeah. canoe and I kind of always put kayaks in the same class. But now like I watched a video of this guy sitting on the side of a frontier 12 with his legs hanging in the water, reached over, lipped the fish, pulled it out. And the thing didn't even rock. Like I was so impressed. I'm like that. Ah, that's I'm in. That's kind of what sold me. So that was my go-to. So Mike, do you do a whole lot of fishing? You know what? I, I I'm ashamed to say I haven't been back into life with the kids and stuff like that. I've been a busy uh, family guy and the business kind of takes up a lot of my uh, paddle time these days. No doubt. Um, like we've been just overwhelmed. We've been seven days a week. So 
Um, but yeah, before that, we used to, like I said, I used to do a lot of fly fishing. That was kind of our favorite, uh, out East. Um, that was our thing. We had so many beautiful little brooks and stuff and beautiful brook trout. And, uh, we also did a lot of salmon fishing as well. No doubt. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, I mean, I've done some Newfoundland excursions out there, jigging the old cod and some of the old school <laughs> stuff, but, uh, yeah, no, I had, I just don't get out as much as I used to. Um, something I definitely want to get back into once I kind of get some staff trained and stuff where I can actually get away, but, uh, got a lot of hobbies. So I'm, uh, I'm always kind of torn in between different hobbies. No doubt. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the worst part is you get a little bit too many. And I was just telling Todd, I fly model airplanes, fishing, hunting, kids, Right. You got to pick something and, and yeah, with it. exactly. Like our kids are into ATVing right now, so that's been uh, that's been a big one for us. And they're not really into that age of kind of kayaking yet. So, but I'll introduce that I'm sure soon. Seems like you know a guy that can get them into it if the, the, they wanted to get into kayaking canoeing. I guess, eh? Correct. <laughs> no doubt. So, no, that's good. Yeah. And where do and people are looking looking out for you? Where, where do they find you? How do they get a hold of? Um, so a lot of these, uh, like Sunu Canoe, for example, like if you, a lot of these uh, companies now, they have dealer locators. So as soon as you go on any of these websites now, bam, if you're in this area, it's going to come up uh, Freedom Canoe and Kayak and Barry, for example. Um, so a lot of people are finding us that way when they're researching. Um, also we do a lot of social media, you know, your Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, we post a lot of ads because a lot of people don't even realize there's some of these models like uh there's all kinds of hybrids now and you know what i mean there's uh like there's a sups that people haven't even heard of like you know stand-up paddle birds that are half kayak half stand-up paddle birds these days so there's lots of really unique stuff out there and a lot of people don't even know they exist so we we kind of post them all over the place on social media and then we get a lot of attention gotta, that way you still gotta paddle them what's wrong with people they made motors like a long time ago <laughs> that's what i don't understand but i get to each his own <laughs> yeah there's a lot of a lot of unique stuff out there yeah right on right on well mike we appreciate your time coming on and and yeah, no talking problem. that over us, giving you us guys it. having me yeah anytime you guys want to talk uh yaks give me a call yeah absolutely because i'm so <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always good for it. i'm about to go on this journey and i'm about to start outfitting it with with everything that i can look up and find <laughs> and i mean i know i need a a box for the back i know i'm gonna need some fishing pole holders and i mean that's just the beginning of it hey, guys are outfitting these things with like top of the line fish finders and the whole nine yards so Oh yeah. Like uh, those F12s that we brought in, uh, the guys were grabbing the accessories. Like it was Christmas when I brought them in, like they started out with a 2299 F12 and they were walking out with a five or $6,000 bill. It was got up really quick. Yeah. And there was a lot of them. So and they, uh, they pretty much cleaned us out on all accessories. It was, it was crazy. So our next big order, like I said, is the end of March, early April. Isn't that um, crazy, eh? Man. Yeah, it's been, it's been on fire. Don't tell my wife those the numbers. COVID deal. Yeah, COVID's really helped recreation business, right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. staying home. So. But the availability of uh, accessories and, and product, are you, are you still able to maintain? You know what? I, I find right across the line, not just new canoe, like right across the line, it doesn't matter who what company it is. There's always kinds of shorts and delays right now. Like I was trying to be proactive, like, I basically told most of the kayak companies I did deals with to just send it as soon as it's available. Like I didn't care if it was a blizzard out and uh, a lot of them still are saying, Oh, a few more weeks delay, you know, they'll keep 
updating me and stuff, but uh, it's always delayed, delayed, delayed. So I'm telling customers, like, if you need a kayak, buy it now because you're not going to get anything by like May, let's say, for example. Yeah. It's already happening in the States too. Like now, now yeah. I'm on all these social media sites for kayak fishing and there's all kinds of guys posted up. Anybody know where you can get one? Well, there's one in Tennessee and there's that I'm like, holy geez, like it's, 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 everything's getting, getting bought up. And and I was concerned I wasn't going to get by it. I know I was all over you, Mike, because I wanted to yeah. especially a camouflage we're, ship, we're shipping a lot so. across Canada now. We don't do so much in the States, but we ship a lot um, like west of Ontario. It seems like there's no dealers out west. It's really hard and frustrating for people out there. So customers buy direct from you and then you ship to the customer, eh? Yeah, we use um, we use a cartage company, so they'll buy directly. And uh, like I sold one today, it was only for Ottawa. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? The guy just bought on site, you know, right over the phone credit card. And then uh, I give him the cartage guy's number and, you know, it worked out to be like a $200 shipping uh, flat fee from uh, Barrie to Ottawa, say, for not, example. They're not little. So, you know, instead yeah. of him driving and all the hassles these days of driving anywhere, he's like, yep, sounds yeah, good to me. Well, right? Gas prices yeah. alone, right? So, well, that's it. I bought a wrap it, wrap it for him really good, and I'll drop it off at the Berry Depot there, and then uh, he'll have it in like two or three days. Right on. Nice for you to come on, and I'm sure Todd is going to have a ton more questions. And as he goes <laughs> down this journey, he'll probably want to get for you sure. back on to talk. For yeah. sure. Anytime you guys want to have me, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. it's good to. No, it's it's, it's awesome. And I just course, even if it's yeah, I just think there's so many people out there like me that like wake up, people. Buy a freaking kayak. Like these yeah, things are, lot, a lot are awesome. But you got three hours. You're not going to load a boat up and drive to a lake and unlock and get the boat in the water and get out in three hours. But you sure can with a kayak. Drive to your local pond, pull the thing out of the back of your truck, hop in it. You're fishing and for an hour, hour and a half. Drag it back, put it back in the back of your truck, drive back home. Like it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm so pumped. I'm going to need to get rid of this snow now and get, get rolling on it. <laughs> So, so yeah, no, really do appreciate your time, Mike. And I am going to have a whack load of questions. So uh, I'll probably right, be guys, well, I appreciate you having me. And uh, yeah, like I said, have me anytime. I appreciate it. And uh, nice meeting you all. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> all right, guys. Take right, care. I'm so yeah, everybody okay, check out freedom canoe and kayak in Barrie, Ontario. Thanks Mike. Yeah, have right a good one. Costco. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, right guys. behind Costco. See you ya. got her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks Mike. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the redneck country podcast. I'm Bill, the almost guy. Tom and I'm Todd and thanks for listening and folks if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything feel free to email us at podcast at the redneckcountry.com again that's podcast at the redneckcountry.com thanks for listening talk to you again next week <laughs>